2: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
1: Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. Hour number two already. Time's going by pretty quick this morning. Uh, Looking at winds, uh, everything's you know, kind of below 10, really, for most of the upper coast here. It's kind of like 5 over around Sabine out of the north. Uh, Morgan's Point is north at 13. That's the highest wind I can find. The jetty, Galveston North jetty, is about uh, kind of north northeast at 9. Uh, San Luis Pass is 10 out of the north. So, it uh, good wind for this time of year. And, no significant rain on the uh, the radar, so they're throwing what I think about a thirty percent chance in there for rain today. But uh, anyway, I've been getting some messages and texts this morning about mentioning the you know so-called new trout limits coming up. I mean, nothing's etched in stone yet. They're still they're still you know the crack committee and everybody else, they're still weighing their, you know, the public's input on that. They're going to have some more scoping, scoping meetings this month and uh, they'll try to, you know, get a better read on what, what the average Joe wants and expects out of the fishery and what they want for their limits and, you know, how they want to manage a fishery, which, you know, is, is really great, you know, before they just do it. But uh, they do, uh, you know, take a lot of consideration in the public input and everything else. I mean, pretty much what we're looking at, it's not edged in stone, but uh, it pretty much looks like a three-fish limit coastwide, with uh, a minimum length of 15 inches, maximum 20. And uh, you'll get that one over 20 to go into your aggregate. You know, if you have a three-fish limit, you catch two eighteen inches and you catch one that's twenty seven or twenty eight and you wanna to keep to to mount it or whatever purpose you have for that fish, that's your prerogative. And uh most people are letting those fish go and and and, and a lot of these guides and, and other great fishermen up and down the coast, especially down in South Texas, they're really adamant about uh you know, releasing these fish over 20 inches. They've been doing that for years before we had any problems with the freezes or anything. They've been pretty much policing themselves and, and doing it their way. And, you know, I spent a lot of time on the phone with a friend last night, and uh, we talked about all of this and what we've seen in the past and the way it is now. And it's, uh, it's like we don't have... That vast amount of age classes of fish in our bay system, especially up here. Now, you get down around Matagorda, you've got several age classes of fish. It's, it's pretty stable that way, but they'd like to have more of them. Naturally, all of us would. But up here, it's like, you know, everything breaks after three years old. You know, that, I'm not saying there's not any big fish up here because there is. You know, you got your unicorns swimming around. Every once in a while, somebody will bust a big eight or a nine-pound fish you know, as far as trout goes, but for the most part, the majority of your fish are one- and two-year-old fish and then, you know, with, you know, a percentage of three-pounders. And that, and that's what TPNW has found in their studies, too. And uh, I think what has happened with, with all the doom and gloom we've had, you know, just bad luck with weather events, floods and freezes and everything else over the last eight or ten years, it's just... It's caught up with us, and then once these fish reach, you know, harvest maturity, 15 inches, they're immediately targeted. They're caught, and uh, the majority of them, that is, because of the pressure that's on them. They're not. It's not like they're everywhere. They're vast, all over the place. You know, we were we were so spoiled for all the years because you pull, you'd pull a bad weather event hey, no big deal, I'll just go to that protected shoreline no matter which way the wind blew, and you always had fish everywhere you went. And there's what we've created is a lot of dead zones where you're not able to do that anymore. But when the weather's right and everybody knows where the fish are, they continue to go back and, and you know hit it and hit it and hit it and hit it until it's just dwindled down to just low stocks out of that particular school and vastness of fish. And if they're keepers that you're keeping like that above the 15-inch, you know, very few are getting through to grow into, you know, 4-, 5-, 6-, and 7-year-old fish. And uh, that's where I think three fish and that 15 to 20 will come into play and, and uh, you know, increase our age classes, you know, give us a, a better vastness of it instead of just all, you know, 90% of your fish or, you know, three years old and less, and that's like what we're seeing. I mean, you know, just do the, you know, if you fished a lot this year and, the la- and last year, the year before and all that, you can look at how these uh, catch rates are, the amount of fish you catch. You go out and spend a day and say you catch 50 fish, but only, you know, like in the summertime, only 10 of those would be keepers. Now, it's, it's gotten a better ratio now because a lot of those, you know, Undersized fish have reached that 15-inch plateau or better. And uh, now it's, uh, the way I look at it, it's about a 50-50 mix, 50% keepers, 50% throwbacks. And it uh, it's getting better. And, and a lot of people are being real cooperative with uh, the way they're treating the fishery. And uh, it'll make a difference. It just takes time. And uh, that's what we're all—that's what we're all hoping for. We're just, hey, do our due diligence and do what we can. If you don't need them, don't keep them. If you do need them, hey, you can keep them. The law says you can. I'm not—I don't have anything against anybody killing any fish if they need them. But just to catch them and kill them just for photo-photographic purposes, or just throw them in the freezer and let them burn up—freezer burn—I don't—I don't agree with that. But. uh but when we do, if they do go to that new three fish limit, like uh, the majority of the people have voted for and sent their input in and all that, because you'd be surprised how many people, you know, trout fishermen are just, you know, we're a rare breed of people. We, uh, we, fit, we uh, the sport, we take it uh, serious. I mean, that's, that's what we look at to, to thrive. And who doesn't want to catch a big fish? You know, some people are content, you know, you're beginners to just enter into sport. I'm good with that. We were all that way once. But the you know, the tried and true been around forever. Trout fishermen are they're longing for a you know, another another big run of big fish in the future. We all want that. I mean I'd I'd rather catch one eight pound trout and fish all day for it than to catch a hundred undersized and barely keeper fish, I mean that's just me though. Some people like a lot of bites; they thrive for that. They're numbers kind of people, and that, that's what they want. But uh, everybody's different. Whether you use bait or artificial, it doesn't matter either. I mean that's everybody has prerogative to fish how they want to, and some people uh, are really good at live bait. I mean it's an art to it. They get so good with it, and uh, just like people throwing uh, artificial lures, saw plastics and everything. I mean, if you could get, if 90% of the fishermen threw saw plastics weren't as as good, if they were were as good as some of us, I mean, that's probably more detrimental to the fish populations than uh, croaker fishermen would be. It's just, uh, it's just... You know, the pressure the fish get, but it'll all come around. But I hope, you know, the people that were texting me about these limits, it's not etched in stone. It probably is. I'm not going to say one way or the other, but uh, they're leaning that way, and they're probably wanting to put it into effect by April of next year so we can save, you know, all those uh, spawns through the entire summer and get that many more adulthood fish to, put off that many spawns and increase our biomass and when you have a lot of biomass a lot of those fish are going to get through and they're going to grow into big ones that's what we're that's what we're hoping for all right let's go to james plog see what he's up to this morning jp what's up big daddy what's up buddy big daddy cadillac man what are you doing (laughs) cadillac cadillac killing rats
3: nothing doing a little paperwork and
0: Paperwork.
3: Nothing, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do something, man. I ain't <clears throat> I don't think I had I think I had one day off. Are well, you like, fiddling
0: with the numbers this morning? See how much money you've lost this year.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> nah. I run
3: into somebody at Bucks the other day and I said, Oh man, you gotta have money. I said, I got so much money I can't even drive my truck, my billboard's too big, I'm <laughs> leaning to one side.
4: That's right.
3: no <laughs> oh, nah, nothing, man. <laughs> Jacking around. <clears throat> Cameron's gone. Today is his last day. <clears throat> he, we got to take him to the airport about three.
0: This afternoon, three o'clock. Yeah. He Shilled got it. him out. Man. <clears throat> he finished his day with a good day yesterday, man. Well, that's good. He,
3: yeah, he, uh... Tell him to get on the out last, of
0: here and quit messing with our fish, man. Go down there and catch yeah. some of them jumpers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ain't that the truth? Ain't the last fish he caught yesterday weighed five, four.
0: Well, yeah, that's, had, a, that's a unicorn for Galveston Bay, baby.
3: He had, a, he had a... Well, he was right by the boat, so he weighed that one. He had another one that was that big or better. He said he caught 12 trout, three reds. Make you, I think he said he had six fish that were four or better, and <clears throat> two that were over five. So he blew a pretty good one. He That's said what it was you good need in
0: the tournament. That's what he needed in that last tournament, man.
3: Well, it, you know, where he was, they just don't bite on that kind of win. It was
0: perfect. That's right.
3: Face. He said, man, where well, I need to go. I said, man, go right back over there. Because when I left here, I looked at the tide. I said, man, it's right. I had an idea if I was waiting what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he went over there, and uh, he said it was really good fishing. He said, I don't know, I think he said he had like 14 pounds, a little over 14 pounds. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, there's a tournament today, but he ain't fishing. I ain't fishing it. Because he's got to leave, so. And then our fishing was just, man. Once I landed on it, I couldn't see that yesterday, dude. I couldn't even see where fog. to throw.
0: That fog stayed over the water, didn't it, man?
3: It was wicked, dude. And, and you know, I'm, I and know plus I'm fishing. Once it's dead
0: calm and it's slick, and that's when the fog and the water, everything blends in together, and it just it starts giving you a headache trying to see through it.
3: Man, I didn't know where we were even throwing at. I mean, I'm looking at my number. I'm like man i i don't know then i back the trolling motor i think up, we're them on him throw that
0: away <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he wasn't catching nothing, man we get fuel bites we caught two three little ones we caught one keeper like man this sucks and i'm fishing <laughs> well, i make one cast too many i catch a redfish about 36 inches long said, man. oh boy terrible hello there so get get through fooling with him and i said man let's trolled over here, hit this little bar right here. We trolled over there. And we caught one or two. <clears throat> like, man, this we ain't landing on them. And I know where I wanted to go, but I can't see. And, man, there's some stuff. Finally, I had to give up. I said, man, I'm going to chug up here a little bit and see if we can catch them. I chugged up there. and <clears throat> We put the hook out and started getting bites. Man, these all bites we're getting. We finally caught one, about 18, 19 inches. And we caught a redfish. And, buddy, when they went off, it was – I mean, I mean we we quit at 45. We just quit fishing. We just yeah. reeled in and sat down. <clears throat> the guy, Sam, that fishes with me, <laughs> we do a little bit of football bet together. So, we just quit fishing, him and his guy. We just started looking to at the score app. just quit fishing. You could have <laughs> picked on. your pot up and threw back out there and caught a no. And they were nice, They're, you know. Where I'm fishing, there's no big trout, but they're all nice trout. <clears throat> and they ain't no four-pounders, none of that. Not that I've seen, but yeah. it was good fishing. And I put a hot rod on. I said, hey, boy, these fish are biting. Let me eat a hot rod. And I put a hot rod on first cast when I took it away from me. Same size fish. They didn't get no bigger, but you can right. catch them on that. And we were been using little natural bait. That's what's bait. good if about definitely...
0: this time of year. Whatever you like to throw, you can usually throw and catch fish with it, you know exactly and i think everybody it was just one of them days where they bit and then the dune and gloom
3: day where you had to you know the tornadoes just all back up there to kansas with Dorothy. Uh, (laughs) man we had a good window it was it didn't go bad till oh maybe about 11 well we were done. we were we were through like eight o'clock well
0: that you know that was a Cool call on your, your end because, uh, it. well, we you just watch the weather. You make the call. And go do it. Get in before it hits. Let me knock this well, break me... out, James. Hang on a second. Oh, though. go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, Texan Roofing are the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has a Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing's found the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their Honest Roof Inspections, A-plus Management, these are reasons to give Texan Roofing a call. And if you do, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and his staff, they'll work directly with you. They're outdoorsmen like we are. They'll talk fishing and hunting with you also and uh, do a superior job. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600, 281-391-9600, or check them out at texanroofing.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Sports Radio 610
3: presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on the Saturday morning. It is 520 here in the Bayou City. And uh, let's go back to Captain James Plog now. James, I had a text while I was on break. A guy was going to Cabo. Said, "What's a target species this time of year?" I I just told him sales, marlin, and dorado. Is that about right?
3: Yeah, the stripes is going off up there now. Stripe marlin,
0: stripe marlin. Yeah. That's
3: when you go go right now to catch stripes.
0: You know yeah, of any uh, any uh, guides in the Cabo area that he would you'd recommend?
3: Um, Mickey, I, I'm sure Cameron does. I don't. A lot of the people we know are you know private boats. Right. Uh yeah, you can give that guy my number and I'll ask Cameron. He Cameron knows. Like I yeah. say, there may be some private boats that we know that are running some charters <clears throat> up there. You know, some of them guys are in Mag Bay, some are in Cabo proper. <clears throat> but yeah, the stripe marlin bite's real good up there right now. Yeah. <clears throat> it
0: it it's pretty
3: good. Real good actually. <clears throat> one year one season. Not last year, but year before last, spent. They spent a did a stand up there in Mac Bay. Oh man, the numbers are crazy. Like you see, sixty, seventy fish a day. It yeah, it gets insane. Got you. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But yes, yes, you know while I'm fishing up. You know when I'm fishing, everything we're catching is. I told you maybe. Wednesday or Thursday, whatever day I talked to you, you know, something natural. Uh, man, that's, that's, it's got this little little, the little PV. And it's yeah. something, it's like a needle guard. And I, I ran out of a bunch of stuff. So, man, I ain't throw this needle guard with thing, man. <laughs> I put that dude on. Hey, it, it's money, man. And, and anything natural, <laughs> just like the hot rod was Dolmari special, that natural color. For yeah. me, anyway, you put something bright on or white or white and pink or, a bright lime truce or something like that. May you, you can catch them, but you don't you don't get as many bites.
0: Well, you that natural, natural color, on. that water's clean, and you know, like the other day, you put on that eighteen.
3: Same. That's same a natural deal. type
0: <laughs> bait, you know.
3: Same you know, deal. Another but good one. We
0: never did throw that much, but remember that black back one with the silver sides and the white belly. That was a good one too. When the water was that, real clean like that. That was a twenty-one. A t- I Twenty-one, think. I believe. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's a that's a that's like that. Uh, you know, like the fat boy. We me and you used to like oh, the natural yeah. color with the black back, the little. Oh yeah. <clears throat> now everything Cameron caught yesterday was only lily that I like. That pink, it's got a little bit of shortish hue, and it's white. But it was a sinking lily because the current was running hard. <clears throat> he caught everything on that. No, he didn't use no tails or nothing. And, uh, actually, uh, Taylor and I think Thomas are fishing that tournament this morning. Right. And they kind of split up. Cameron was going to fish with Taylor and them. He said, man, let me just go do something right here. So they kind of split up. I don't know how many fish Taylor and them caught, but they caught one that was right at seven. And then I think they just had some regular fish. So the way fishing has definitely got. They're fishing down south down by
0: fish. you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I figured.
3: Uh, and and there's catching some pretty fish waiting. I mean, you know, Cameron ain't busted. He, I don't think he's caught nothing over six, but he's got a lot of five pounders, a lot more than I have. But I'm doing just different stuff. You know, I ain't, I'm not. Uh, I ain't been waiting too much. When I was waiting, we was we was lacing them out, but I wasn't catching nothing good, man. Maybe a four pounder, nothing real good. But the water temperature bumped back up. I think Wednesday it was 55, and, man, it was, like, almost 63 when I quit yesterday. Right. it come up. Well, we had that big south wind, you know, the the doom and gloom day. Well, it finally Uh got here. It finally finally got nasty. And I got home, and I promise you, bro, it's blowing 35 out of the south. Did you see how
0: much water it pumped into the bay for the next morning? That next morning, that tide was up in the grass. I mean – I saw a picture of a stingery marina over there that the parking lot was underwater.
3: Dude, it was crazy. I looked out here when I left yesterday morning. I looked at the pier and I went, uh-oh, we got we got some water. <laughs> <laughs> and they changed a couple of places I've been fishing, too, because I think those fish moved a little bit, you know. probably It
0: probably did move them a little, sure.
3: <clears throat> Tide got high, but it was a good way to fish. I just looked out here now, and, and it's not low. I mean, it, of course, it's not like yesterday, but right. the – we got some water this morning, but it it blows out of here, man. Yeah, you got it. Matter of fact,
0: I mean, you got a two-foot exchange.
3: I had to hook out yesterday, and I kept having to take the trolling motor. And, you know, because we'd have three fish on. Then I got to get everybody's fish off. And then I look up, and I'm not even close to being right. <clears> that trolling motor, throw over there, and we get three more. And finally, I I'm stupid. I took that line, and I come off that back cleat. It was dead calm. I come off that yeah. back cleat on that aft cleat. And then I got right. Then I got side two where you didn't have to keep moving. I should have done it like 30 minutes before then. I was brain dead. And then we went to whittling on them right there. Then I, to, then I didn't have to move the boat, keep moving it. But I don't know about that. That current was going two knots. And it was getting it. And then we had a bunch of thunderstorms down here yesterday. I was running yesterday afternoon. This fog, he can't see nothing, man. It's so humid, it's like running in a sauna. And I saw a flash. I said, "Man, that sure looks like lightning to me, man." <laughs> and he went much about oh, maybe what fourteen seconds later, I heard some thunder. I oh, said, "Man, that's a little old thunderstorm somewhere." And dude, it got it on down here yesterday afternoon.
0: I saw that one. That was yeah, uh, it I was seeing good. the flashes from up my way, and I could hear the rumble. You know, about ten or twelve seconds later. I looked at my phone. I said, "Man, James, we're getting smoked right now."
3: Yeah, it got it got it got pretty nasty, but it looks good this morning. There ain't no fog. I think you got a little north wind. Ten, maybe, probably yeah, less. But that's it's what I'm striking. showing
0: anywhere from eight to ten everywhere. It's Perfect. Yeah.
3: yeah, they'll catch they'll catch some weight. They'll catch some weight in this tournament today. Probably better have you. Yeah, <clears>
0: probably Better have trout, you fourteen years. big pitch. trout weather the last few days. You know, if you're willing to go. Pay the price, get in shallow and fish shallow, and stick with it. Tweak out yeah, some decent bet- fish doing that, man. I mean, how many times yeah, we lived have- for this kind of weather back in the day, man?
3: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, you couldn't get somewhere fast enough. Remember,
0: we'd pull all the way around to roll over to the sand ramp in the fog. I mean, you're you're stressed out by the time you get there, and boy, we just wade off into them big old fish, man. Oh Lord.
3: Hey, well, you know, back then only God
0: knew we were there.
3: <laughs> hey, it wasn't like, man. I think we might get them. It was like all I. Oh, no, we do knew is we were going to get them.
0: there. We, we just, just got to get there. How many big ones are we going to catch? You know.
3: Well, I'm pretty excited about some of the side. You know, uh, not me personally, but I know a lot of people that are waiting, and it ain't like nobody's popping eight, nine pounder. But there's still a lot of nice fish. More consistent. I was looking at my numbers. Actually, Cameron was. I was looking at it yesterday, and he said, "Man, fish has been pretty good." But he's been fishing a lot. I said, "Yeah, a little bit better than last year." And I'm just thinking in my head. So I got last year's calendar out, and I went through October, November, December, and I've caught so many more fish this fall. Not like a few, like a lot. And it's funny, you know. We caught all them fish, like you know, the spring and you know April and May was real good. And then what? about the first week of June was. Pretty good,
0: and then man, fishing just fell it off fell the face off. of the earth. Yeah, it went well. They all they scattered out everywhere, man. And I guess, Mickey, it got so nasty.
3: I'm just guessing because you know I'm, and this ain't just because the place that I'm fishing, because I'm fishing all over the place. I talked to Herman yesterday, know where he's fishing, what he's catching, and I just think maybe this summer was the weather was so crappy and so nasty that. I don't think people would catch a lot of fish, and then
0: people finally gave up. She well, I'll tell you one thing day. right now: the average Joe ain't catching them. You guys are, because y'all are going every day. You're on them, but the average Joe is just not. They're not getting them like that. I mean, I know a lot of people on my end of the world up there, and uh, they, you know, they'll get them one time, and then five bad trips, and they're, just, I mean. If Trinity Bay was like it was back in the day, there'd be 100 boats every day out there.
3: Yeah, even when I was fishing up there a lot, <clears throat> I didn't see many people. You could leave from where the fish were at. Let me back up. You could leave from where the fish you could box were at, and there were some boats. And then you drive all over the bay, and there was plenty of fish, but they were all too small. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't. He wouldn't even stop and fish. Remember that one day? I wish you'd have been out there. If you'd just—if the fish would have just been different size, it looked like in the at one. I never forget that one day. I'm like, man, how many of these little fish are out here? I mean, millions of them, anywhere, everywhere. But man, Mickey, they're all 14 and a half, fourteen and three quarters, almost. You know, most. Yeah. 98 percent of the well, that's I mean, what I was talking
0: about it. earlier before we got a hold of you. Bringing that same subject up, you know, we're just loaded up with one, two, and three-year-old fish. Yeah, we got tons of them. We just don't have that vast wideness of you know all age classes in big schools like that. It hey, we said it before, man. If we yeah, if we
3: can just get a little break and just let things be normal, no extreme. We don't have to have an extreme one way or other. Just let it be normal. For two or three years, and I think you're gonna see some really, really good fishing.
0: I got a text from old buddy Sammy Flores. He said, "Tell James I'm gonna be sneaking around this morning." <laughs>
3: Sammy ain't. I know where Sammy sneaking at. He's gonna be lurking.
0: <laughs> He's gonna be sneaking. <laughs>
3: now, Sammy, now there's a guy right there that catches a bunch of big trout that you never, you'll never hear, you ain't gonna see it that's right i know you know but he can't but he's he, saying he fishes for him he knows how to do it he knows what yeah. to do that's and he it. catches them and this is like yeah. the guys weight fishing right now if you target nice fish are you gonna jump out there and get you an eight pounder probably not but can you catch some really nice fish yes sir a lot a lot better what i'm catching
0: yeah if you go fish for them every day get the right yeah. conditions to do it let me knock this next break out hang on a second you ain't
3: going
0: No, we're nowhere. breaking up, bro. <laughs> all right, hang on. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. What a great place to shop for all your quality cuts of meat and barbecue, everything else. They're located right in downtown Belleville. Look for the big white sign. Their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another. They're always having a double feature on jalapeno or whatever blend of sausage they've got on special. You can always try it before you buy it. They have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Check out their pulled pork, their homemade hot dogs, all of it available. And custom processing on pigs and calves. They do that all year long. You can order a half-calf or a hindquarter, have it processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, second to none. uh, They make their Vinnie Dogs and Hog Dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And the Belleville's celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
3: Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 536 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we're back, man. Yo, buddy.
3: Hey, man, anybody check on... The reefs over there on your side—they got any fish on them at all, or anybody Pretty much with dead with it anymore? Like they've
0: been for the last six years? Really?
3: What what happened, man?
0: Well, when you kill all your oyster beds are dead. There you go. <laughs> Do you remember that year the, that? Yeah, go ahead. Not to mention, you know, all the, you know, just all the fallout up there. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, I know people. Yeah. Well, I live over there, and they, yep, they turn man. their lights on on their piers, and if they do catch any trout, they're eight or ten or twelve inches long, but it's mostly bull reds and drum and just junk like that. I mean, it's them them days of catching two and three hundred trout off a pier at night on that shoreline on that west side. Or them days are gone, buddy. Man, that west side of yours over there used to be so good.
3: You remember that one year we were on the,
0: we were on Dows?
3: It's been a long time ago. And I don't know, whatever boats, when they were transplanting their oysters and all
0: their oyster boats
3: come over there, it yeah. just took all the oysters off of Dallas and left Cleaned them. Cleaned it off
0: and took them to their leases and dumped them out.
3: I never in my life seen, I don't know if they still can do that. I don't Tales know about it. Bay's
0: never been the same since they wiped out all that good live oyster on uh, Tin Can Reef and all down can. those spoils. They They changed that bay forever. Well, I used to, remember that one year was just
3: killer right there. Well, always has been, but <clears throat> well, a lot of this stuff over here, you know, North and Intercoastal. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. They can't oyster none of that stuff, so they don't get touched. And I don't know if my bay is open or not. And this is what Helman told me to come oyster in West Bay. He said it's kind of a last resort because I guess he calls them ugly oysters. They're like only for meat oysters, like. You got to shuck them like, sell them like a gallon. You can't put them on a plate or nothing. Right. But I haven't seen no boat's oyster over here. I don't even know if it's open.
0: Well, I'm assuming it is. Out of 28 zones on the Texas coast, there's only six zones open now. That's it. Because of the size, yeah. They're just you know they got to be above you know three inches or better, Mm -hmm. and they're just uh, they're not. They're immature. Dude, I looked out there. I left it's out. Like stingray. everything in Galveston Bay, everything's small except for redfish.
3: In this bay, they're so nasty. Hey, but oh I looked out God. there, man. I come out of Stingray. i this island. I ain't even gone nowhere yet. And I said, "Man, what am I looking at?" And it was calm. It was nice. I, I was gonna go fish in the marsh. And uh, I said, "What the hell am I looking at out there, dude?" It's boats. It's Archer boats. There's like 300 of them. And I'm like. Man, and that's all of them planted reefs that however old they are now, yeah, and I guess
0: well, well to be 200 pu- boats they're out not there. public reefs and this we're talking about is public you know oystering areas where anybody can just pull up on them and harvest
3: yeah, this was all at – well, no, this was that public stuff, Mickey the the ones that well,
0: that's t x two and t x eight are the two that are left open in Galveston Bay,
3: so that is left open, but that's two see zones that there to be, two and eight. I, when I saw that many boats, I said, How? You know, I guess it, because there hadn't been none. You know, I guess they put the rocks in, the oysters grow, whatever they do. I guess finally they got big enough to where, you know, you can harvest them. And I'm like, Man, how can you sustain that? Well, it's just like our fishery.
0: The same way with gads. Hey, one of them gets on a school of fish on a reef and they all show up and stay there till they're gone. We same were talking thing. about
3: that. I was talking to. I was talking to a guy about that. Same guy I was talking to at Bucky. We talked about that, and he said his summer was tough. He's a good guy. He said his summer was tough fishing. And he said, I don't know. I said, look, man, we are talking about fishing them out with rod and reel. I said, here's the deal, man. Ninth smartest guy in the world, but we've done this quite a while. When there's millions of fish, you can do different things. When there's just little groups of fish, and you take 10 or 12 boats, especially in the summer when you get the croaks on them or the shrimps or whatever, and you beat on them every day, you may not catch them all, but you're going to catch them to where you can't hardly keep anything. You
0: well, if go. you couldn't over-harvest your fishery with rod and reel, we wouldn't have any such wouldn't thing be a limits. Limit. There wouldn't be no limits. It's just, I watch, just like deer I, hunting. you got limits on deer in different counties. Everything's different. And, uh, I mean, deer on a smaller scale as far as management, because there's not as many of them as there is fish, but it's it's the same purpose, the same age class, everything. You know, a trout lives as long as a white-tailed deer. Same the same purpose, same aspect right. of any way you look at it.
3: Well, I think the safe bet to be is, we've talked about it before, first off, <laughs> you don't need a don't keep them. And, and like me, I, I don't beat on stuff. I mean, I got I fish, if I feel like I'm, I mean, you know, about two or three days at the same spot, I'm about done with it. go I mean, do something else and let them build back up. You know, just if you keep, if you go through the well over and over and over, especially with a bunch of boats, <clears throat> you'll eventually whittle them down.
0: Well, I mean, so I think, let's just look back in time, back in the 80s, when, when there was fish on every street corner. But say you pull east winds at 25 and 30 for... For a month, and everybody's in the same place doing the same thing. When you first get on those fish, look how big all of them were. And then, as each week goes by, those the age class and the smallness of those fish it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. We used to yeah. we used to see that happen back when you know there was no limits and 20 fish limits and 10 fish limits, and it uh, yeah. you mean, can you sure go, watch you the size. The till enough, I mean, you can clean them <laughs> out, man. <laughs> Well, Remember, Blaine? Like go, yeah. Done. Thanks for putting me on them. After y'all done cleaned all the big ones out of here, y'all tell me about these. You know, that's. I mean, that's, that's ex- it's exactly that's. We used to tell him the same take. thing. Yeah, I've seen you camped out in there for two weeks. I ain't yeah, we there get and pick there. Pick up and your scraps. <laughs> yeah, they ain't nothing but two pounders
3: left out here. It. We ain't coming in here. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know just you just got to be smart. <clears throat> if you don't need them, don't kill them. You know, I think that's it. Maybe. A, Third or maybe two thirds of my guys are turning everything loose, and some of my guys keep them. But like us, me, Cameron, Taylor, all of us, we nobody keeps no fish. No, <clears throat> we don't kill nothing. Yeah. So that you know, that's that's the best you do. But it's uh it's been it's been pretty good. I'm I I ain't disappointed about it. <clears throat> maybe this yeah. spring we, we catch catch
0: a few nice ones hopefully so yeah that's something to look for well this winter too i mean it can always happen stumble so we stumble got we got a pretty good. good so we got a pretty good run of weather coming huh? yeah a good stretch as far as i can see all the extended forecasts. we're that's where we're at you know and blaine's going through some terrible times down there man i mean it's it's like you know kind of like this summer with our fishing way the wind and the weather was and all that I and mean, he's going through that now. I know how many deer he's got down there. He's got a bunch of them, and they're just not. All they're seeing is one- and two-year-old deer. He, you know, you're lucky to see a three-year-old right now. It's early for him yet, though, but he's the conditions are just horrible. He's had fog every morning down there since Thanksgiving and drizzling. Fog's
3: fog. terrible for deer hunting, man. Fog it is, is terrible just pitiful.
0: For I mean, those big deer know where those blinds are, and they—they're not coming anywhere near them. You can see them in the fog. You know, they're out there two mm-hmm. and three hundred yards, and you're not going to see them.
3: Is this yeah. afternoon's hunt any good, or is it too hot? So they're not seeing much well, in
0: the afternoons. Well, it—you uh, know—the afternoons are—you know—naturally, that's always slower, unless you get the weather and you get some really cold weather and everything. Then them deer are moving all day. Plus, you kick the right. rut in—that's that—that changes everything too. So.
3: Well, he's got a u- unique deal down there. He's got so much property. Been there so long, and <laughs> they got some nice deer, man. You just got to yeah. go hunt. And
0: just for free range like deer, they're you know good quality. And uh, yeah, he's got some real nice deer. You killed some real nice deer down there for sure. Well, yeah, saying, I've I got guess, uh, hell. I'm looking at about five of them European mounts sitting in here in my studio that I've killed down there. They're Really nice. Not to mention that big yeah. six-pointer I got on the wall in my den.
3: That was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah, awesome that, right there.
0: That uh, that deer was well. There's no doubt about it. You put G threes and G fours on it, and it's booked deer. Yeah. Easily. <laughs>
3: yeah, but he had I mean, some, he had some more stuff. <clears throat> yeah, for sure.
0: And that was, a, yeah. I mean that that was a deer with hardly any brow tines. <laughs> Only had about yeah. uh, not even seven inches of brow tines.
3: Yeah, he was. That was a cool deer. Was, yeah, I'd like to have shot that one. I don't know, I mean, really care he about killing, on. killing
0: inside, you know, width over twenty inches and main beams over twenty seven, almost twenty eight inch main beams. I mean, that's that's good stuff.
3: That's the real deal. That's, that's like what watching one making. swim by and and I said, man, I, I'm pretty sure he's nine pounds. <laughs> hey, you know they just look different, don't they? They just look
0: different. They, I mean, and. Man, how many times have we seen that over the years? You'll be wading in clear water and catching fish, and then you'll see one just glide by you real slow, and you're going, my goodness, great. Take your breath away. You know it's yeah, 90 pounds. That's, that's, Cameron was
3: he was in my office. He was looking at some of them fish I got mounted in there. He says, man, them are really big. See yeah. a lot of difference between five, four and these fish. I said, they're just different animals, man. It's just a different –
0: Whole it's just a different thing. It's a whole nother level. And yeah. I've yet to meet anybody that fishes like we do that uh, doesn't like big trout. Nothing like just, it. They're you, they're well, number one, they're really hard to
3: get. It's it, it between a big trout and a big deer. You can't buy a big trout. You can't pin him. You can't half pen him. You can't protein him. It's just you and you trying to get him. And it's yeah. hard. It's. Hard now. And, you know, I like traveling, or I don't much anymore, but like going to Baffin and catching a big one down there. But you come catch you at eight, nine pound trout and gals the bait. It's seriously nowadays you've done something.
0: That's yes. like killing a
3: 200 inch deer in Huntsville State Park, man. <laughs> you know, it's hard.
0: Well, it was like that guy that, last year, or was it this spring, I guess, caught that big one. In that West End anglers tournament, remember that, dude? They I'm leading something. the tournament. I'm fit to go get my money.
3: I mean, I caught the biggest trout I'd caught in a while.
0: I didn't know so when that he guy weighed. showed up. Him and his buddy. Yeah, and then
3: and then <laughs> they Larry blew the lid there. off
0: of that one, <laughs> dude.
3: You talking about deflated. Well, I was happy. Actually, I was happy to see a fish like that. And I'm like, man, hats off to you, bro. You go swinging around nine twos this time. This day and age, I'm your guy, and I have to tip my hat and give I you my little that. bit of money, and I'm out of here, dude. Nice fish, and that was all until- right man.
0: All well, right, I'm, buddy. Gonna, I'm gonna go check in with old Shark Boy here in a minute. <laughs> That's what that this <laughs> one man that texts me all the time. You heard from Shark Boy? <laughs> Talking about Sharky? <laughs> well, hey, throw him out Shark- a number, plug. Somebody wants to come down right, and bow up. You got it, buddy. 409-771-7306. Always
3: enjoy it. Always appreciate it, brother. Hey,
0: you bet, man. See you, buddy. Later. Uh-huh. All right. Captain James Flog. Now let's go down and talk to Captain Michael Marquez, old Shark Boy. Hey, Sharky, what's up, man?
5: <laughs> what's up, buddy?
0: <laughs> oh, I laugh every time uh-huh. I get that text. You going to talk to Shark Boy this morning? <laughs> what's going on? Uh-uh. Man, well,
5: I'm wishing Y'all I was going? going fishing. You ain't going. The guys are going. I'm not going. The guys are going. Yeah. I'm camping behind. I got mom and dad. They've been out of town for the last couple of days and I've been holding the reins with uh, you know, I got the charter phone and I've been doing, you know, lodging tours and all that. And so right. anyway, I've been uh holding the fort down for the last pretty much this this week, and business man. they got back <laughs> yeah, doing the not-fun stuff to get to the fun stuff. You yeah, know? the
0: stuff that Mama Sharky normally does. Yeah,
5: God bless her. Man, she deserves, I don't know, she hey, deserves a lot more when than... When
0: I first started this out, my, uh, my mom's number was on my, all my cards, and uh, she did all my booking, because back then... No joke! Yeah, we didn't have all the technology... Like we do now, and if they call your number and nobody picks up, they're not going to leave a message. They're going to go to the next guy, but they'd call her house, and, man, she had the calendar and the book right there, and she'd book them.
5: No joke. Oh, I yeah. didn't know
0: that. Oh, yeah. My mom did a lot of good stuff for all of us. She'd do it for Blaine and James, all of us. Golly.
5: That is so cool. Yeah. That is so
0: cool, Mickey, to hear that. That is so
5: cool. I love that, man. A mother, A mother's love, I'm telling you. Well, we got She blessed was, with in, she good was
0: ones. into it. She could talk to talk too because she was a fishing machine. She knew she knew. Heck yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, but that was good times.
5: Oh man. Good day. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, we had some uh I tell you what, it was nasty yesterday. I was over <laughs> at Bayside setting boy. up Christmas ornaments and all that, and boy, it was I mean, I I don't think it It's been I don't know it's been a long time since I've seen that much water drop that fast out of the sky <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, that's where it was
0: at my house the day before yesterday. I had you know leading up, I had about two <laughs> inches of rain, and then that last one that came through that evening, I mean I got three inches like boom, I mean that was I mean I hadn't fast seen that in a while dude. that was pretty cool
5: shoot galveston was um man it's bad about flooding man there's areas in galveston god bless look at all the concrete
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: there's no absorption in galveston
5: i know man it just sits you know there was posts on facebook everywhere and it was it's hard to make man it's hard to hard to see in some areas buddy it is it it could rain an inch, you know, real quick, and it's it's not good, you know. But you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, y'all
0: were getting hammered yesterday evening. I saw that. That was right below me. I was <laughs> I was seeing the lightning, and I'd hear the thunder in the distance. And uh, man, I flipped radar on my phone. I said, "Boy, they're getting smoked right now." It was all red oh, on top yeah. of y'all.
5: Dude, it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm gonna show, I'm gonna send you a video of it coming
0: down. I mean, it it is like
5: just huh. crazy. <laughs> Look like but a waterfall coming out of the yeah. sky, man.
0: Oh yeah, you to see a video of you catching a big old drum out of a bar ditch. I remember that one yeah. time. I <laughs> remember that <laughs> out of your truck.
5: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, boy, oh that boy laid up with it.
5: Oh, man. You know, yeah, I was just waiting for, uh, I guess, today. So, I guess I got an opportunity today to go do it.
0: <laughs> well. Oh, and before we run out of time, tell them about your yeah. promo going on with the free trip deal and all that, you know, people fishing with y'all this winter.
5: Oh, heck yeah, heck yeah. So we've got basically two opportunities to uh, to win a free charter. We're giving away two free trips. First one is uh, we're on our fourth annual flounder fishing tournament. Um, of course, it's catch and release up to December 15th, uh, but the longest overall flounder from November 1st, January 1st, uh, we're giving away a free trip um, to our customers. And, of course, we've got prizes all the way through, you know, fourth place. But uh, first first place free charter. And then everybody that books um, a private trip or comes on one of our open boat uh, trips as well, right. um, they get their name entered in. And so we'll draw on Facebook Live. We'll take everybody's name um, that, have, that have, you know, booked trips with us. Um, November, December, and then on January 1st, the same time we announced the flounder winner, we're going to be announcing uh, another person and reaching in and grabbing somebody's name, and they're going to be able to come. uh, And that's a lodging package and a fishing trip.
0: So There you go. That's That's what we got going on. Kind of like what Bill Bill just did with that big uh, prize pack they gave away on December 1st. Oh, hey. You know, to all the people that follow them on Facebook, they put together, I don't even know how much – I mean, it's it's fill up the freezers. It's, it was big time. Golly, golly. That's now, what I'm talking about. To you guys that uh, you know, you reward your customers. That's what you do. That's how you? Take in. Promote yourselves and stay in business, buddy.
5: That's it. We wouldn't be uh we wouldn't be anywhere without them. So that's it. We'd just be uh fishing from the side of the road, you know. That's it. Which is fine, but man we uh we love getting getting the opportunity to get out there and gosh it's just such a blessing man it is i can't even tell you how how much of a blessing it is for us i mean i know you know oh
0: i know it's just just, uh, it's it's in our blood so much here we just got such a good family of outdoorsmen and just great people i mean it's yeah it's hard to beat bud it's hard to walk away from hard to beat brother Yes, it is. Well, if so, give them some info for booking information and lodging and all that stuff, Sharky.
5: Oh heck yeah! Well, hop on our website, guys. We'd love to have y'all. Man, uh, it's Outcast Fishing with No G Charters com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. Also, if you got a Facebook, you want to you want to hop onto Outcast Charters. You can kind of keep in the know with what's going on, what we're catching on a daily basis, and. And we got live videos, post pictures pretty much every single day on there. So you can uh, get a good idea of what's happening in G-Town. And, uh, and, yeah, man, come check us out, Bayside Event Center. We do corporate events, holiday parties. We've got a wedding coming up this weekend or, you know, next weekend. We do uh, all kinds of fun stuff, Christmas parties, you name it. So
0: check us out. We're right there on the water and off its by you, man. Love to have you guys. All right. Nice, nice gig and nice place, buddy. Well, you have a good <laughs> weekend. Turkey. sir. Charky. Always a pleasure. All right, brother. God bless, man. Have a good one. Later. All right, man. All right. Well, it's top of the hour coming up. National Anthem and all that. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?